Joining us right now, Congresswoman Kat Kamek. And uh, uh, good morning, Kat. How you doing? Oh, it's it's been a week. <laughs> I, I bet. Uh, let's let's address this first. Um, uh, reports now of some sort of side deal that may have been uh, cut or is in the midst of being cut that would bring some of the 20 folks maybe over to McCarthy's side. Then other people are rep- even within the same report saying even if that is all reality and true, it's still probably not enough. Yeah, you know, there's been so much happening and, you know, I've been... Uh, trying to keep people in the loop about what's going on, but it, it changes from hour to hour. It's kind of like whiplash. There's um, a group of us that are really working to try to get everyone to a place that um, they feel like th- they're there. Um, this issue of, of the speaker's race, we're 91% of the way there in terms of having a speaker of the house. And the thing that we're negotiating over is not really controversial. I mean, we're, we are creating one of the most conservative rule packages that has ever existed in the history of the United States. Let me, let me ask you this because this came up without McCarthy, you don't get the same rules package. Explain that. Yeah. So uh, there's some moderate members who are in very democratically held districts in California, in New York, and the only reason that they have um, agreed to this rules package is because they they trust Kevin McCarthy, and they say, I think that this package empowers Democrats, not just Republicans, and that's going to put them in a bad spot, and so you have twice as many uh, who are saying, if this, if Kevin McCarthy isn't a speaker, then we're not going to support this rules package. And as a hardcore conservative on the other side of that, I'm saying, no, 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 we need these things. And I'm talking to my conservative friends saying, guys, these are things that we fought for years over. A balanced budget amendment, 72 hours to read the bills, single issue bills, term limit vote, um, you know, taking away the government shutdown fight that the Democrats always try to throw in our face, you know. Um, putting more conservatives on committees of influence. These are all things that are good that we have fought for, that we have negotiated for over the last eight weeks. And the the deal that is being talked about this morning that, you know, we've been hashing out all last night, um, it really hasn't changed fundamentally from when we started negotiations several weeks ago on this particular rules package. And I'll say even going back into the summer, there were talks about these rules changes because we all recognize that draining the swamp means changing the way we do business. And the only way that you change business uh, and the way this place operates is through the rules package. You could put Kevin McCarthy or Thomas Massey or Jim Jordan or Donald Duck as speaker, and it wouldn't matter because those faces and, and personalities can come in and out. They are dictated to buy the rules package. That's why it's so, so critical, and it's super inside baseball, but I, I, I want people to really understand. No, that, that and, that's, and, that, and that's exactly what we're trying to get to. Now, let me ask you yeah. this. I'm putting you on the spot big time. Matt Gates, sure. good guy yeah. or not? I need to know. Listen, Matt Gates is a friend of mine. I respect him, but in the last 24 hours, he has started negotiating with Democrats. Uh, because the, of the 20 that are holding out in their vote, um, they have come to us and said, we want an off-ramp. We want to get to a yes. How can we make this work? 
And he has said, I'm a never Kevin. Um, and so he's trying to now work with Democrats. In fact, yesterday he spoke on the full, on the floor with Ilhan Omar, um, who wow. is no friend to any red-blooded American. <laughs> and, uh, and told her point blank, we got everything that we asked for and we still will not give Kevin the gavel. And um, so we need you guys to hang around this weekend so we can keep tanking this. To me, when you're putting a personal vendetta before the needs of the country, that's selfish. That's unbelievably selfish. So while I have great respect for him, it's waning because the country is bigger than one person. The needs that we have in fighting back against the radical agenda are way bigger than any personal agenda. And then to add insult to injury, the fundraising that they are doing off of this, sending out fundraising emails, the text messages. I mean, it's unbelievable that people are using this as a way to generate money for their campaign coffers. It's yeah, disgusting, it, and it, it's it, happening. It, it is. And look, I, I get it. There's there's nuance, but then there's right and wrong. If he really is, if Matt Gates really is reaching out to any of, of the Democrats to try to get his way, he's trying to do a deal literally with the devil, the radical, you said it, the radical lefty uh, mentality that is the Democrat Party today has to be stopped. Matt Gates yeah. cutting a deal with them because he doesn't like Kevin McCarthy. Uh, again, w- would you rather have a Kevin McCarthy or share power with the Democrats after you just barely won uh, uh, You know, a plurality? The thing, and that's what's frustrating, and he admitted it last night on Fox News. Uh, you know, Matt went out on Fox News. I give him credit for being honest about that. He said, yeah, I am working with the Democrats to stop Kevin McCarthy. And again, it's because he has a personal vendetta. I get it. He doesn't like him. That's fine. You don't have to like the guy. But we are here because people have real issues back at, back at home, and it's our job to fix them and put the personal politics and the personal vendettas aside. And so for, for us, we have been negotiating in good faith. A lot of uh, my friends like Chip Roy and Byron Donalds, we've all been working together to get this deal done. And for those that have continued to say, no, I have a personal issue with Kevin McCarthy, many of them have accepted millions of dollars from him. Um, You know, Lauren Boebert, she took over $2 million from Kevin McCarthy. I want to know, is she going to give it back? If you have such a problem, why'd you accept the money? Yeah, that's that's true. These these people that want to stand on principle are not as principled as they want to come off being. That's my point. Well, and it's like I said, the name calling hasn't been helpful. And and I've talked to several of my colleagues who have, you know, directed some ire at the 20. And I said, that's not helpful. Let's not do that. But it's it's frustrating. I'm sure you can tell by the tone of my voice. Um, And at this moment, we need cooler heads to prevail. Because, like I said, you know, there's a whole heck of a lot at stake. Um, Just yesterday, 300 people died from an opioid overdose that came from our open borders. 8,000 people were encountered at the border. 500 were encountered in the Keys. We have real problems going on, and we need serious people to address them. No, no, Biden's Biden's all over it, man. He's going to the border. He's going to fix it. He came out with some convoluted kooky plan. Oh, yeah, see, Uh, no, it's all going to be handled. Don't even get me started on that. I'll have to call. We'll have to call in next week and, and go through that. But I, I do want to make this point, though, Bob. I will tell you that I have said repeatedly 
to my colleagues, especially the 20 that have said, you know, no, we're not voting for, you know, they're voting for all random people. You know, they've gone through, I think, eight people that they've all nominated and voted for. And I've asked them, do you honestly think that these folks can win? And they say, well, no, we know that they can't win. We're trying to make a point. I said, okay, can we go to the negotiating table? Half of them have said, yeah, let's negotiate. Let's do this. My follow-up has been, let's do this in front of the American people. Open it up. Right. Make it transparent. Be accountable for what you are asking for. If you're asking for personal favors, the American people deserve to know. Because if you are talking about taking on the swamp, which I want to drain the swamp more than anybody, make it public, shine light on it. You say the swamp is about backroom deals, then why are you doing backroom yep. deals? We, we are we, a principle and say you're going to reject Kevin McCarthy as speaker and then go in and conduct the same type of behavior that you're accusing him of. And then even after cutting side deals and saying we got everything we wanted, and I still am a never, uh, Kevin, uh, you, you illustrated this, I think, extremely well. Uh, Congresswoman Kat Kamek, we always appreciate your insight. And uh, yes, we definitely want to talk to you next week for sure. I appreciate it, fellas. Keep the faith. We will be better for this. We will have a more conservative House as a result of this. I know it's frustrating. It's messy. It's deliberative but we're talking to each other, we're debating, and that is a good thing. We will get it right. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Always always a pleasure. Great stuff. It is 747 on the Bob Rose Show. We still have a ton of stuff that we haven't even gotten to yet, including uh, the Attorney General. What's wrong with this guy? Where do I start? Next on 97.3 The Sky.